0: Anyone who wants extra credit, bring a cake to Stop. the brothers' residence on Saturday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, welcome to the Film Photography Podcast. So I'm here. My name is Michael Russell, I'm here with John Fidelli. If you go to the FPP website, one of the top stories there will be, I'm not going to drone on about it, 16mm mm-hmm. magazine film. Okay, next. It's, <laughs> it's a big deal. Hasn't, it is. Hasn't been around in decades. So if you
2: And you spearheaded its return.
1: Uh, myself, you and Owen. Myself and Owen McCafferty spearheaded its return. It took months to put together. And the cameras, you can get a 16mm movie camera. Mm-hmm by a Kodak or Bell & Howell, between 20 and $30.
2: Well, just remember, you know who the OG is. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be eating that the whole time? Mm-mm.
1: Okay. <laughs> just, just axing. So, folks at home, you may be saying, well, what's exciting about this podcast? Why are you guys here?
2: Besides the cake.
1: Today on the FPP, I'm giving out the secret code. <gasps> this is a special code yeah. that you enter when you go to checkout mm. at filmphotographystore.com. Yeah. And when we send out our newsletter... Oh, it's like the co- discount code That's at the right. end? Oh, okay. But the discount code is exclusive Ooh. to the newsletter. Oh, so you have to get the newsletter to get the code. But I'm going to share it right now.
2: Oh, well, you're defeating the point, though. Why are you going to give it away if you want people to get the newsletter?
1: You're selling yourself short, Mike. You think so? Yeah. You think I should... I can't, well, then I have no reason for us to be here. Okay, we'll see okay. you next
2: time. Bye. Let's eat cake. Introducing the Kodak instant camera with a twist. Meet the Crank. Can you feel a brand new day? Imagine instant pictures with color. Color, color by Kodak. Just crank, 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 and in minutes you get bright colorful instant pictures with a textured satin luxe finish. See your photo dealer and shake hands with the Crank. The Kodak instant camera with a twist.
1: Okay, here's a film that we released and it's like, you know, big fanfare streamers. <laughs> hey, hey! <Derev> Pan. Yep. <laughs> 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 kind of tanked. People only get excited when it's a monster face <laughs> or a heart or a snowman. You have to put. You have to repackage it. Hey, <laughs> what, what did your mother say? You buy the No, Nana. Nana. You buy the picture. You buy the picture. Yep. And then, I mean, she was way ahead of her time. We're talking like the the, the early 1970s. She knew. It would be ice cream. She'd open it up, and she'd be like, ah, fill with air. They pump it with air. <laughs> she was they right. They did pump it with air. To make it to bulky, to bulk yes. it up. Oh. You buy the picture, and it's full of air. You're. you're, you're- <laughs> it's full of air. <laughs> Well, especially, like, not that we bought these, but the TV dinner. You see the cover yeah. of the TV They din- look delicious. You, you get it, in the- and it's just like... Yeah, it's awful. Freezer-burned
2: Dur- peas and <laughs> Salisbury steak.
1: Deref Pan 100 comes in 100, 200, 400. Right. If you go to the uh, filmphotographystore.com and look up any of these films, each film has its own description, list, you know, pictures of our tests, and also, like, you know, if, you, if you're going to develop it yourself, the developers teams. Very comprehensive. Very comprehensive. Dracula. <laughs> Dracula is uh, thirty-five millimeter. Uh-huh. One twenty. Oh, Wolfman is one twenty. If you're from Philly, you say Wolfman. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No, I didn't know that was a regional thing. The cinema Massacre guy, you know that guy? He's on YouTube. No, he does uh, reviews. He's I don't mostly watch, game reviews. I don't watch YouTube, but he did reviews of all the Universal horror movies. And he's like, in this one, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. I'm sitting on my couch Wolf. watching, them. I'm like, Wolfman? After Frankenstein meets the Wolfman in 1943, Universal saw the potential of their own cinematic universe. i I'm like, he said Wolfman. <laughs> he said Wolfman. Don't say Wolfman to a, uh, a Universal aficionado. Our Wolfman film comes in 35 millimeter, 120 and 620 and it has a very well-groomed uh, Wolfman on the cover wearing a suit. Woof.
0: Whoever is bitten by a werewolf and
1: lives becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, don't hand me that.
0: You're just wasting your time.
1: <laughs> and that was uh, tailored after um the 1956 film The Werewolf. This is the part of the 1950s suburban hor- horror um who played the wolf man in that one? Uh, n- nobody. Best dressed wolf man ever. Yep, very influential as a child seeing that. I'm like, "I I couldn't afford the $35 Wolfman mask. But wow. if I did, I was going to wear my communion suit. suit. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who, uh, who's, who do we know in Love
1: is the what? Werewolf?
2: Loncini Jr.? Loncini Jr. Oh.
1: Okay, 35mm Let It Snow. And a 2020 came out with this film.
2: How's it doing?
1: Great. Yeah, It's great. It's a great, great film. So it's a gorgeous film.
2: What? Uh, when are you going to do some like special label color films? These are all black and uh. white, Mike. my uh. God. John. These are all black and
1: white, John. Mike. John. Mike. John. Mike. Mike. So hard to find color film. Uh, it's so hard to find color film. Look around. There's a lot of
2: shit here. Maybe there's some under a book. Well, or we're a working box on or our or
1: uh, our Red Planet. It's color. That'd be great. Yeah, then not we shoot the promo for that? Yeah, we're changing the name. Oh. What to what? Because, well, we'll get into that next show. Okay. What show? We're working on a new color film. It's going to be. 16 millimeter 35 millimeter yeah but we shot the promo
2: film on the roof remember yeah
1: love
2: love forever baby <laughs> do you think uh, any day now you're, you're going to be getting a lawsuit from mike love
1: <laughs> no i don't like mike love at all no because i don't like his his attitude is too egotistical
2: can't be around the guy. Five minutes around him is that's all I can take.
0: Now that's a bummer because
1: we're talking about harmony, right? In the world, I feel
2: like they named a film after me without
1: my permission. If we took his the picture on the cover of Looking Back with Love. Oh my God, that's like a like a mid to late seventies Mike Love with the, you know the fisherman cap on. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I I I don't know if I should admit I own a copy of it. All right, go ahead. I own it's it. It's no surprise. I own it. I own all the Carl, the two Carl Wilson solo albums. Carl and the Passion. No, it's just called Carl Wilson. Yeah, poor Carl. It's two of them. The the solo albums that I do own that are the gems, and I know John Fidelli will agree. The Dennis Wilson albums must have Bamboo and
2: uh, what was the first one called? Pacific Ocean, Ocean Blue, Blues, Love. Not Mike Special Love Special ends on do uh, I can't remember the words Our
1: new Love 35mm film What can I say? Oh no, what do you got over there?
2: Oh, what, You want to read this one? From the vinyl guy? Or yeah, no? yeah,
1: yeah Let's see,
2: I haven't looked at this So I'm going to stumble oh, over it Oh, this just is the
1: gentleman you. you opened the package He sent us vinyl Right, from Oil Capital Vinyl Or as
2: new people say, vinyls Vinyls Greetings from what might be The country's only combination Record store and darkroom Ha! Huh. That would be great, Mike we're gonna open a record store. Yeah, we should do that. I'll run the record store.
1: Oh no! What about uh, Jack White? Doesn't he have a record store? He has everything. They have a dark room in there too. Do they? Yes. Uh, open to the public? Yeah. Oh, huh.
2: yeah. But guy? they have a performance space and a recording studio and Who all kinds guy? of shiz.
1: Uh, it's from Daniel Van Durum Derman. Daniel, by the way, I was spinning the the vinyls you sent. Which one? He sent two like uh, old old-timey uh, rock compilations, and he also sent um, The Doobies, The Best
2: of the Doobies. just as The
1: Doobies. Right. Uh, but not to offset that, you gave me some vinyls the same day. Paul Williams. But every night I'm going to text you. I never text you. I listen to that every night. Paul Williams? Made in 1974. Wow. That
2: was maybe the year before or after someday, man. Huh.
1: huh. Anyhow.
2: I've been a fan, listener, and customer of the FPP On and Off since the beginning. Thank you, Daniel. I try to catch most of the podcast episodes, but sometimes life and work get in the way, and that happens. Always learn a few things and find you kids to be wildly entertaining. Thanks for referring to us as kids. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I opened Oil Capital Vina. Tulsa was is known as the oil capital of the world. I remember that, right? Sure. Back in June of 2019, after my then-employer decided to close our 3D printing plant, seemed like as good a time as any to start my own business. Yep. See, when there's uh, one ending, becomes a new beginning, right? Close one door. Another one opens. Right. And It could open into a vinyl store. You never know. In addition to selling used and new records, I carry new and used audio equipment. Oh, and even a few film cameras. I also sell my own photography, shot on film, printed in my darkroom as well as offering film developing scanning and printing black and white only in the dark room located in my back room and this is as a reminder in Tulsa Oklahoma so anybody's in that area you should go and uh, look up Daniel he gave us some t-shirts in various sizes for you guys some records as well as some cameras and gear to donate to the cost thanks again definitely thank you I went a bit nuts collecting stuff a few years ago and really need to thin the herd some items haven't been tested and may need repairs so I will take care of that don't worry anyway Thanks for all you do, and uh, Daniel can be contacted on Facebook at Oil Capital Vinyl, Instagram at Oil underscore Capital underscore Vinyl, or Flickr under Ludwig Van 66 So thanks, man.
1: It's nice to Big see... Big ups for Daniel. It's nice to see somebody on the Flickr. Yeah. Oh, Oil Capital Vinyl, Daniel Van Durman. That's the man. Follow back. I should send him a note. Oil capital rules. <laughs> uh, Mike, how old are you?
0: Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural, perhaps. Baloney, perhaps not. There are many things under the sun.
1: This is uh, from Third Man Records, Nashville, Tennessee. What, did you order a hat? I didn't order anything. Yeah. Oh.
0: But if there's something in there, you've got
1: to give me my taste. <laughs> Uh, Third Man Records, if I'm not mistaken, they sent us an email. They're doing uh, a a Polaroid promotion. Like, I think they have their own Polaroid camera. Oh. A a White
2: Stripes Polaroid?
1: Maybe. Oh!
2: Oh! Oh! (laughs)
1: It's
2: handwritten to Michael. Yeah. Wow. Here, I'll let you read it. Nervous. Oh! Oh! Look at it. It's on white striped card. It says, "A special gift from your friends at Third Man Photo Studio. We appreciate you and the work that you do. If you post a black and white, yellow, black and yellow Polaroid, please tag us at Third Man Photos. But most of all, please enjoy." Did they oh. give you a camera? Oh, holy esh! They give <laughs> you a, a Polaroid 600 camera, special edition. Folks listening.
1: And film You have all these people listening right
2: Who oh. are like
0: I've been listening
1: since the beginning Yeah Everyone knows that my That my heart has been broken <laughs> By Polaroid That you know that my Polaroid obsession has been It's been cached Like yeah. like I kind of fell off the, Like you I did. went I fell off the earth Yeah With it You forgot about it Imagine oh. if this brings me back
0: Just when I thought I was out They pulled me
2: back in <laughs> That's a really beautiful camera. This is. Give me it. Let me open it. <laughs> this we is a
1: Polaroid Third Man Records Polaroid 600 camera and a pack of Polaroid Yellow. Wow, this 600 is film.
2: Super generous.
1: Oh, look at it! it even wow. says wow.
2: Third even Man, says Man, Third Records, Man, up Man Records up there. Brilliant! Look at that. Wow. Look at the size
0: of it. That
2: is luxe. Very colorful. Wonderfully designed. Uniquely designed.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. It's mm. very, very, very thoughtful. Wow. Uh, from the guys down at uh, Third Man Records and gals and gals and uh, oh, who sent us those? These uh, oh, we kick-catch. didn't read we didn't read the letter yet. No, you you pushed me aside. All right, we have to move it along. But mm-hmm. I'm going to be giving some thought. Mm-hmm. The folks down at Third Man Records uh-huh. in. Uh, how where, do they even know about where you? Where are they? Nashville? They listen to the show. What show? Uh, Nashville? Yeah. The folks down at Third Man Records in Nashville. Nashville. They are great. They are, I mean, they've been in touch with us. They contacted us about this. Was that right? Yeah. And, you know, um, just very, very thankful. I'm gonna be giving, I'm going to be given some thought about what I could send down there, something fun, something exciting. Mm. Send me down there.
2: <laughs> fine you can deliver
1: it. Yeah. You hop in your car with your kids and just go down there.
2: Plan on doing that this summer.
1: So th- thank you guys. So moving right along cuz John's right on to the next thing which is uh cheesecake Kit Kats and uh, they came in the mail and there's a letter attached mm-hmm. with it. Is there anything else besides what what else is in there?
2: Oh, uh, there's two magazines.
1: Oh, let me see. I'll Japanese
2: the- film magazines. Okay, they're very interesting because they're basically photo essays. Film fan but the photo essays are about specific film. So they'll talk about a film and then do like five, six pages of what they shot on that film. And there's some really spectacular... I don't know about you, but I'm very much taken by Japanese culture. So I find the shots very interesting.
1: And where is this package letter Kit Kats from? The box? It's
2: from Randall Drapo. Where is he? Drawpo, sorry. Um, I don't know. Uh, but it says, "Dear Michael, John, and everyone. Just a note to express my appreciation for your outstanding poodcast. I'm one of those who has gone through the entire catalog twice. What does that mean?
1: That means he listened to the entire catalog of episodes and then went back and listened wow. all over again. Holy Nikes. All this is, is caused by UFOs. That's uh, it's quite a,
2: commendable. That's quite, it's quite, a, a, quite a feat. A Guinness World Record feat. feat. Beat that, listeners. Uh, I picked up film photography again about eight years ago and haven't looked back. Decades ago in high school, I shot black and white and learned how to develop and print in the darkroom. Then I used a point-and-shoot for my work in the insurance biz for many years. I got out of that line of work just as digital was coming on the scene. I spent 20 years in Japan, and that's where I got back into film and started this zine called Film Fan. Oh, this is Randall's zine. And I got to say, Randall, beautiful.
0: Uh, where is he the,
2: from? The printing and the pressing? I don't know. I, I told you. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Time to wake this show up.
2: My main cameras are a Nikon F80 and F90, and a Asahi Pentax sixty six forty five N. I've seen a couple. Of those are those nice cameras, the Asahi pe- uh, Pentax. Ba 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 ba. Thanks again for all you do. In close, please find some Kit Kats. Hope you like cheesecake. Meow. Yes, we do. The cheesecake are by far the best of the wacky flavors. I think. Randall Droppo. So thank you. Sorry, we don't have the. Where's original. the box?
1: I don't know, Mike. It's right there on the floor. Where? Oh, this thing. Yeah. Oh.
2: Uh, it's from Portland, Oregon. Okay. Randall, thank you. Awesome.
1: The cheesecake uh, Kit Kats are awesome. So did Randall go to Japan to shoot this stuff? Or okay, he... let me let me, let me me tell you. Okay. I got... I, don't
2: we're I spent 20 years in Japan, and that's where I got back oh. into film and started this scene called Film Fan.
1: Hi. Gotcha. So there you go. John is really enjoying... I am. This is my third one. Unheard of. Yeah. Unheard of. <laughs> this is uh, from James Thorpe. He says, Happy New Year to you and the gang. We'll now call a team, by the way. Formerly a gang.
2: Team FPP.
1: As the new year dawns in this wacky world... There's so much to be thankful for. And photography is one of those things. Hear, hear, harumph. And you're the reason film photography returned to my life. I feel like Casey Kasem. You're reading it like
2: Casey Kasem. You're reading it like a long-distance dedication.
1: We're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles. I started listening to the FPP a few years ago. I
2: started listening to the FPP years ago.
1: Bought Sorry. way too many cameras and film and fell down all the usual <laughs> rabbit holes. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and that's not funny.
2: I didn't laugh at
1: that. I, um, so you went down the wrong pipe. I
2: went down the wrong pipe.
1: Holy shit. John's drinking, what is that, onion water?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, my God. <laughs> is that garlic water?
2: It's awful. Core.
1: That's going to be the next big thing. Coconut water is the big thing. Now, mm, the next big thing is going to be like garlic water. Oh, my God. That was... Boost your, <coughs> boost your immune system. Garlic water. Oh. Sorry. You, you were saying? <laughs> I was saying. And this is from james Thorpe it's an old story. No use retreading it here. The point is, film photography has made such an impact on my life that I can't imagine living without it. Wow, dedicated It's kind of like me. I mean I, saw, I mean, if there was no film I mean what I wouldn 't know what to do? You'd probably have a hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> One day' like, "Wait a minute. you're John Sanders. <laughs> Not only has it opened up a whole new avenue of creative expression, but it's made me more aware of my surroundings. It brings me to present to the moment, moment by moment, day by day. And it's even rubbing off on my wife. How many guys can say that? <laughs> Not many. Is the film photography rubbing off on your wife, John?
2: No, it's rubbing her the wrong way. <laughs> All my cameras.
1: What does she say? John? She's you're... like, get
2: that shit out of here put it in the basement that's why we're redoing our basement so i can put my cameras in a you know spot. this
1: was never an issue before <clears throat> you started, once you started remodeling your house like room by room yep. it's like the cameras keep dominoes. getting pushed right it's dominoes yep
2: what about she's that she's like now the kitchen looks nice why does this room look awful it's
1: cuz your cameras as soon as i walk in i see cameras so you walk in then to the left is that room where you have your camera shelf it's it's the library it's all the walls are lined with shelves will you be pushing cameras upstairs somewhere they're going downstairs in the basement oh I can't tell you the number of times we'll be walking down the street and she'll stop and point and say something like, look at the light on those leaves. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? She needs a camera. Gotta get a hammer in her hands. Moments like that transcend everything else going on in the world. Moments like that are a gift. See, that's what slow photography is all about, right? It's, It's true.
2: Looking at the world around you and contemplating it and trying to capture it than failing miserably and starting a podcast
1: on a <laughs> on a deeper level I think film photography especially street photography has also made me a kinder more tolerant person wow I never realized what a judgmental pair guy was mm-hmm. that's what it says I know him he was a picker. <laughs> I owe it all to you and the FPP and I couldn't let another year go by without conveying my heartfelt thanks wow that's deep, dude. May 2021 20, bring us all health, mm-hmm. happiness, and good light. Amen. Who's that from? James Thorpe. James. Way to go, dude. Yeah.
2: That's, that is like probably the most outside of uh, one or two letters. One of the more mm-hmm. heartfelt, touching letters. I'm a little, I'm a little verklempt.
1: And we'll be right back.
0: Wait till you see the next generation of photos. Introducing the Kodak Photo CD. You won't believe your heart. You won't believe your eyes. Pictures taken with your current film and camera, transferred onto a new kind of compact disc, and shown on TV. The special Photo CD player also plays audio CDs. Photo CD
1: system—you've got to see it. Hey, we're back. Hey, before we move on with some more letters, uh, what letters? If you, um, you know, if you're getting anything delivered to you by USPS, also known as the United States Postal Service, you may mm-hmm. notice that there's a widespread mail delays. Yeah, as the USPS faces unprecedented backlog.
2: Why, Mike? Why are they backlogged? Well, hmm.
1: it just so happens mm-hmm. that Michelle Martin from the NPR. Yeah. Spoke with Hannah Denham of the Washington Post. What's NPR? NPR, the National Public Radio? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to play a little segment right here. Do it.
0: On Thursday, January 14th, my niece finally got the card I sent her a week before Christmas. Might sound familiar? The U.S. Postal Service is being challenged. Operational changes, a workforce strained by COVID-19, and just a lot of mail. Here's Quinn Kleinfelter from Member Station WDET. Online shopping skyrocketed during the pandemic, and both the Postal Service and customers are still coping. In cities like St. Louis, postal workers are putting in 12-hour days and pulling extra shifts. In Baltimore, utility customers are receiving bills in the mail that are already past due. And outside the main post office in Detroit, Lucy Johnson says late mail delivery is putting her house at risk
2: got a a bill back, my mortgage payment, and it said it was late last month, and I know I mailed it 10 days in advance, and they still charge me a late charge. Seems like the bills come on time, but when you mail them back out, they don't get there on time. What's going on?
0: The Postal Service has an answer. At the very top of its tracking page, a disclaimer reads it's, quote, experiencing unprecedented volume increases and limited employee availability due to the impacts of COVID-19. About 20 miles east of Detroit, American Postal Workers Union official Jennifer Kowalczyk says workers have never seen anything like this.
2: They can't believe how it's going. They just feel like there's no end in sight. This has been going on since the middle of March. So you're going on almost a year, and these people are exhausted.
0: Union officials say as many as 20,000 employees are under quarantine.
2: So any given day, we're 6 to 12 carriers short out of 60 routes, so there is days that it it just can't get done.
0: It is a far cry from late last year when the postal service rejected any mail at some major hub facilities. Art Sackler, who heads a coalition representing major bulk mailers, says the current slowdown is threatening some small businesses already reeling.
2: Small town newspapers that depend on the postal service to arrive on Saturdays so that people have the uh, ads that they can use on Saturday when they go for their shopping, and they couldn't even drop them off.
0: The Postal Service itself has long been losing money. When Postmaster General Louis DeJoy took over last summer, he moved to slash overtime, mothball sorting machines, and require letter carriers to start deliveries at a specific time each day, even if it meant leaving some mail stranded. Federal courts blocked those orders, but in a recent video, DeJoy told employees more changes are coming. As we begin the new year, I want us
1: to set a new tone. We will soon begin a process to deliver a postal service of the future that will deliver affordable and dependable service to the American public in a self-sustaining business
0: manner. That worries some members of the U.S. Senate Committee overseeing the postal service, which investigated whether it was purposely slowing delivery last year to limit mail-in ballots. Ranking Committee Democrat Gary Peters says the postal service is just that, a service, and can't be run like a business. And certainly cutting costs is important but you can't uh, do it in a way that impacts service. Union officials say the Postal Service is keeping on about 10,000 temporary workers until the end of the month to help clear the massive backlog. And it's finalizing a deal to add almost 10,000 new jobs at processing plants. But its total workforce is well over 600,000 people. And even though most postal workers are next up to receive COVID-19 vaccinations, unions predict mail delivery won't improve until the pandemic relaxes its grip on the nation. For NPR News, I'm Quinn Kleinvelter in Detroit. And this really hits home because
1: uh, here at the FPP, I mean, look, who doesn't love the USPS? Mm-hmm. USPS was the only shipping option at the FPP online store. Things got so awful, so awful, that we, we added United Parcel Service as an option mm-hmm. because people can't take it anymore.
2: This was just during the pandemic?
1: It's continued it's gotten better. Mm. It, well, it got very bad November December. Yeah, everything was awful then. Priority mail was known as a two to three day service. Now it's a you know seven to thirty day service. Yeah. What? The USPS, as far as I know, like you know, all the plugins for like our site, mm-hmm. they didn't change anything. They should modify that so at least people are aware yeah. that everything is delayed. And then there's of course US uh USPS express mail overnight well the usps has redefined what overnight
2: means yeah it's like over fortnight
1: well i don't know what's like five days how many nights that's i don't think there's a phrase for it but fortnight is like two weeks so a quarter fortnight yeah it's just you know, over
2: a quarter fortnight it's broken listen it's not due to the fact that there are and i, and I say this with all sincerity all the people that I have met that work in the post office, that deliver, these dudes deliver on Sundays, packages, they are working their butts off. It's total mismanagement. Yep. Because the people that work for the post office are really dedicated, hardworking people. Seriously. Who take their job very seriously. And you don't find that in a lot of places.
1: It's like when you walk into a Popeye's <laughs> and like you, and you're and you just standing there. You're just standing And you're looking and... Nobody's saying shit. It is the management of that particular story. Yes. Absolutely right.
2: Definitely. It's mismanaged. It's misrun.
1: And what happens when the management is that bad, it there's a trickle down of like everyone has uh, despondent Mm -hmm. and no enthusiasm. Like, you know what I mean? There's no... I mean, when I think of USPS, Mm -hmm. I think of, you know, pride. Definitely. You know, in what they do. Uh,
2: My guy, James, my postman, I talk to him all the time. He is seriously one of the most hardworking, dedicated dudes. He really cares about his job. And he really gets pissed off when things are beyond his control. And it translates into late mail and angry customers. So, and I think there's more people in the post office than not
1: that are that, are that way. Where I am anyways. Your, your experience may be different. But Bradley Bull says, Mike is correct. Bradley Bull. Bradley Bull says, a hard day's night, Richard Lester <laughs> film. Okay. It's an excellent film that still holds up today. When my boys were little, now 20 and 17, mm-hmm. we introduced them to the movie, It Did My Heart Good, When My Kids Under 10 Asked to Watch It Regularly. Nice. When? So here's uh, someone I, I'm imagining that John Lennon was asked this in a movie. Mm-hmm. What do you call that hairstyle you're wearing? Answer, Arthur it's had to be
2: no i think that was george oh you think it was george i think it was george arthur
1: <laughs> yeah Tony, me that's a good movie do you, do you own it
2: i don't own it it's a great one is it a criterion collection movie yes oh, that's on the channel then
1: uh, what would you
0: call that uh, hairstyle you're wearing arthur
1: this is from angus mcnaughton not Angus mcnaughton to you this is his youtube handle not his real name oh his yeah. real name is what I have no idea. Steve Percy. I always ask people, I'm always like, you know, I don't know why people use like. Toughing it, it's gruff. a little aggravating to, for all these pseudonyms. Like, I just want to know what your name is. <laughs> because I see them always on, you know, YouTube or wherever, and I respond, but then I'll get an email with their real name, mm. and then I tell them flat out, I'm like, listen. I don't know who you I are. I have no idea who you are mm. when I see your handle online. Like, I just want to know. Anyhow, he says. Yeah. He's kind of kind of griping the fact that... He's upset? He's not upset. Oh. He's looking for 100-foot rolls of color film. Back in the day, you buy 100 feet of film, and then you would roll it yourself. Sure. This way, if you want to roll a 20 exposure roll, 36 exposure roll, even... Yeah. You can go up to 40 exposures if your you're... Your call. Yeah, your call. But there's a great shortage. You can't buy any color film. See? Color shortage.
2: I know. What the
1: heck? You cannot buy Color Plus 200 Ultra Max 400 in a 100-foot roll. It doesn't exist. And back in the day, now it seems like a miracle, we had this of color in 100-foot rolls. Back in the day? Oh, a few years ago. Not anymore. Not anymore, no. It's too rare. Mike, what's happening? We
2: need to get that NPR lady on
1: this. And then he says at the end, what's your favorite type of pizza <laughs> and toppings? Oh, what is your favorite type of pizza? Garbage. Uh, garbage can.
2: <laughs> is that called garbage, no, garbage pie. pie.
1: Uh, so my favorite type of pizza is, well, it's difficult. It, it depends where your locale is because, no offense, but if you're in Ohio, you don't know what pizza is. No. Now, I, I'm not trying to be fresh. I mean, I was in Ohio at the walking workshop, and they brought in Sheets? Sheets. It's like a square, like it's some kind of. Square pie. It's like a homemade pie. No, it's some kind of like atrocity. <laughs> oh my God. It's, just, it's, just, it's a strong word. Yeah, it's, it's just it's fighting you know, words. You need to well, be New York, New Jersey, Chicago. Chicago. And then you go, if you go. To Boston, Cal- Boston. Then if you go to like California, you'll have all the East Coast guys that went and started their own pizzerias. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe you'll find like a Brooklyn pizza type place.
2: What are you saying? It's exclusively Italian people that can make good pizza? I don't know where
1: Angus McNaughton's from. Angus McNaughton, do you? you. you. So wherever he may, when he says toppings, he may mean like pineapples, ham. (laughs) That's what he means. We're not getting into... Stuff that doesn't belong on a pizza.
0: Don't have chicken vegetables I've never seen before.
1: Chicken. (laughs) Anything belongs on a pizza. Come on.
2: See, there were guys in Brooklyn who made pizzas. There were Middle Eastern dudes who put, like, pita bread, right, P-I-T-Z-A, pita bread that they flattened out to make pizza. So it was a pita base for the dough, and then toppings on top. It was a variation on a theme. Very good one, Mm -hmm. I might add. It's not pizza as you would consider pizza, but it was nice.
1: Oh, and this is Angus McNaughton. Well, what's your favorite? Angus McNaughton to you! you. This was a, a, he left a comment... What? So the last podcast we did, yeah, I posted to YouTube as an audio only stream. Oh, okay. And he liked it. The, did the, the, that? Well, it's just it's just another platform. I mean, some people don't, you know, listen yeah. to the iTunes yeah. or the Spotify or the Spotify or the whatever. Whatever.
2: So, so what? Well, you, you dodged the question. What's your favorite topping? Sausage, uh, pepperoni, cavagoul. That, that was just for markdowns. I'm
1: going to say that uh, I like uh, I like sausage and onion. It's nice. How about hot peppers, onion, and anchovies? But it, but yeah, the, the actual answer is garbage pie. Last every, every two, a week or so ago, John was over, and we got a, a famous Ray's pizza. There's so many famous Rays that makes mm. your head spin. They had their grandpa pie. They're here in Fairlawn, New Jersey. We've been like you know fawning over it. Yeah. Like oh, 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 you were just like you wanted the garbage pie. Yeah, definitely. Garbage pie. I take the garbage pie over the grandpa pie. Garbage pie is everything, and a grandpa. true garbage pie is garbage pie with anchovies. That
2: grandpa pie was like a drunken grandpa. It was sloppy, greasy, discombobulated. Didn't have it together. I see. Just saying.
1: This is from this, is, and this is our last letter of the day because I gotta go. I don't yeah. I actually. I don't have to go. You got nowhere to go. Well, John's gonna where are you going to go? The next room. John's going to go in the student donation program uh, department. Um, yeah, we got a, we got a big uh, got a big thing going out. We got a big thing going out. So for everybody who's donated, Hold this on. is your you talk, donations. Well, I, I want to get the sheet of where we're sending it. <sighs> These are your donations at work. A large donation mm-hmm. to North Carolina. Well, where's the school? Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Where's the school name? Pioneer Springs Community School. They're starting a, a photography class. And this rolls into about six months ago or sooner, <laughs> we did a big push. We're like, you know, be a, a FP peer. Go to the da-da-da mm-hmm. and click that donate button and give a dollar a month, yeah, two dollars a month. dollar. Come on. A dollar fifty. Yeah. Dollar twenty-five, whatever. Well, that thank you for those folks who have come on to, to you know, just give a little taste every month, a little... You know, less than a less than a price of a cup of coffee yeah. per month. That's crazy. That money, that cash goes into reserves. And then if Nick we're working on this now, if Nick doesn't have a UPS no, we have four huge boxes going to the Pioneer Springs Community School, mm-hmm. and Justin already calculated it's gonna cost about a hundred and fifty dollars just to ship it. I knew it was under a, over a hunch, but so Oof. if Nick doesn't have access to um, it's a lot a, of grandpa pe- pizzas yeah if he doesn't have access to a UPS uh, like a school account number because he's going to go to the school and they're going to say like oh coach Duffy's in charge of that account <laughs> coach and coach Duffy is not going to give him the numbers because no. he's like no you know I, I have we have to buy jock straps exactly for the wrestling team <laughs> right athletics photography athletics get the money they do so we are going to dip into our reserves and foot the bill yeah. to send him, you know. So people that are, are you know, because you may see it every month. Oh, I just gave another $2 to the FPP. I don't know. The shows haven't been too good <laughs> lately. <laughs> when we're not doing a show,
2: we're doing something. You're putting out film. Yes. Love film. Werewolf film. That's Right. <laughs> We're, we're cataloging and and testing. What do you mean not doing anything?
1: I'd say that. FPP's PP's always at work, day and night, like the post office. <laughs> but better. Exactly. Uh so we're gonna get this out to the Nick uh this week. Uh one last email. This is from uh Matt Jones, and I hope we don't go off on a tangent because it ties into the Tonopah. We test. never we never do that. <laughs> He's saying, hey, I'm looking forward to the Retrochrome 400 coming back in stock. He says, do you, do you realize that Tonopah is the area Bob Lazar confirmed that houses several alien spacecrafts? Yeah, that's me, John Link. That's nuts. That's what they were probably photographing. Who's Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar was was worked for the U.S. government testing alien spacecraft. So here it was, the 1970s. People era. know this guy to be this person? View type. i never he, heard of him. He has his own, spe- his own TV documentary on either Netflix. It can't be true
2: because the government would have killed him if he came <laughs> out with this. I don't believe it. Deep but State would have killed him. Go
1: ahead. Bob Lazar. But Michael, senators don't have people killed. <laughs> Remember Michael Corleone? <laughs> Kay oh, yeah. says it to Michael Corleone. Yeah.
2: That's, that's, that's my father's
1: business. The interview with Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar is quite amazing. It's on Spotify. It's episode 1315, Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbel. And apparently, I listened to it, and after a while, your head starts spinning, because you're mm. like, oh, my God. That's a lot of info. They, they found these alien spacecrafts, and since the 70s, I guess, they've been reverse engineering the technology. I told John... They I haven't the, figured it out yet? I dropped the, the bomb on John of what my theory is. <clears throat> my theory is that we... Oui. Yeah, are the aliens from those crafts. Oh, my God. Descendants from yes. the aliens. from the Descendants. Cars. Like the George Clooney movie. You see that one? That was good. That was a good one. Took place in Hawaii. Ha-ha. Matthew Lillard was in that. That's right. I worked on his very first movie. Animal's Rooms.
2: Animal Room. What was I going to say? Tonopah. After 70, 71 years, roughly, they haven't figured out how to make alien spacecraft by taking apart and recreating, trying to recreate alien tech. They still haven't figured it out. We still got to fly in these planes and helicopters. I want my hovercraft. We were promised jetpacks. That's
1: right. The hell's going on? I, I don't know how... I'm a little on the fence about when you when you see Yadako about someone. Like, y- yeah, it's like... I don't know. It's interesting, but you have to look at it with
2: a bit of skepticism until it becomes real. But I I... I Give credence
1: to that? I believe it, maybe eighty percent. I don't know. How about you? I do. I find it quite scary. scary. You know, watch uh, if you watch War of the Worlds, the new Steven Spielberg version. Yeah, with that's Tom some Cruise. Scary. Yeah, it's scary. Well,
2: aliens always are coming down to kill and dominate. That's man's nature being reflected back at him.
1: Oh, you're right. It's our our interpretation of what because that's how we are. That's because we are. We've always been killing. Oops, sorry. Uh, and that's the end, folks. <laughs> always be killing. On that note, we always be killing us po- humans. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Get em, boy! <laughs> It's our YouTube channel, Film Photography Podcast. Check it out. Uh, oh. Ring that bell. Bing. Hit that gong. Bong. Subscribe. Please subscribe. We're still not at 30,000 subscribers. Really? I promised to open the vault of our student films. How close? So we're pretty, we're seven point five. 27.5? Go out there and tell 3,000 of your best friends. Subscribe. Yeah. So I've only unleashed the uh, Attack of the Potato People <laughs> so far. Uh, and I got so many. I have like Just... uh, John's Perchance to Dream.
2: Yes. There's many other Ron Giesen-inspired student films to be... Spit forth oh, I think radio wonderful of emptiness is going to tell us the time quarter to 12 You're 12 o'clock am or pm I don't know what time of the day it is
0: You'd and if you've not sensed listen if you can end all right but I'll
2: tell you this.
0: I do wish people would realize When I'm engaged in composition
1: Yes, and and I I was supposed to open up the show With this, you know, okay So how many Ron Gieson fans do we have now? I don't know, three, Uh four
2: That Poncho Ballard song uh, About Christmas that you put on the last You like that one? Great song
1: Great song, right? Where was that, from his new CD? It's not a CD, It's it's a new song He cut last year
0: and if you've not sent uh, there, listen if you can end the record
1: Alright, but I'll tell you this. Itty
0: game Mr. shuddle